I don't know if you've ever heard the actual truth behind this, but now you know. Go spread the word. Not everything you hear is evil. There you go. Interesting. So that's the truth. We are breaking news. News that's already been on several other websites, but breaking it here. But breaking it here. And that's now you know. interesting. And now you know. Now no I want to about the Little Mermaid scene. Well, I will probably get to that. Maybe <laughs> we might have to do like a, a whatever. If we ever do a Patreon after hour show, we'll talk about the hidden stuff in <laughs> Disney because the Rescuers has something. Who framed Wait, Roger I don't think I know something. about the Rescuers. One. You have to tell me later. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. Episode 129. And, of course, we are recording the first recording of November. The, it's November the 2nd when we're recording. Yep. So, you know, as the song goes, this was Halloween. This was Halloween. <laughs> now it's gone. Moving on. Christmas oh, time is here. Christmas time is here. Uh, so are you a Halloween girl? Are you a Christmas girl? What is your favorite season? I am Christmas girl. Okay. I mean, Halloween in Boy. Disney is fun. It's, I, mm. I, I like it. It's fine. Yeah. But I love Christmas. Yeah. Christmas, I'm, Christmas, I'm, Christmas. I think this year more than anything else, I've kind of, it's almost like, what do I like better? Mm. Halloween and Christmas. I love Disney at both. You know, I love having both. But Christmas is just something about Christmas. I'm really excited yeah. about Christmas. And yeah. and you know how you go random years. Sometimes you're really excited about Christmas. Other times you're like, no, oh, it's okay. A lot of things going on. I, I, Christmas yeah. is awesome, whatever. This year, I'm a, mm, I'm excited for Christmas this year. I'm just, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to go yeah. to Walmart and buy all the stuff that we need to decorate our house mm-hmm. in the front. Like if I, I keep saying, mm-hmm. I decorate the front yard. Mm-hmm. I never do it. And I probably won't do it this year, but I want to have right. the stuff ready to go just in case. Sure. So how did you Disney this week? Oh gosh, um, that's such, I. I actually was working more on the agency. I know that was my answer last week, but that okay. has been sort of what I'm doing. So right. planning, I had to switch gears a little bit and go a different direction. So getting a few more things finalized. Yeah, so, so that's agency, really been my focus. Agency trip coming up. Any secrets you can share yet? Nobody's listening. Nobody from the agency really listens. So mm-hmm. any, any secrets to share? Exclusives? Mm-hmm. Drop on, drop on us or okay? No, just, it's all it's all nice just, and it's all nice and wrapped up. You in can me. just tell me. It's okay. I'm listening. Just. <laughs> okay all right Ooh, nobody's so listening you're it's gonna okay. tell i know who you're gonna tell <laughs> i won't tell a soul i, I promise i promise until kyla 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 calls me we're like hey what'd you hear well don't tell exactly. any, don't tell anybody but it doesn't always exactly. work that way by the way so for me <laughs> i am catching a flight in four hours i'm actually leaving my home in two hours from now oh my catching a flight in four hours and going to orlando i'm going to a conference it's the conference mm-hmm. i go to every year around this time it's called yep. the thing uh past and future guest terry weaver has been on the show and he's talked about it before and it's kind of his networking conference mm-hmm. leadership conference I'm going down there to do all kinds of mm-hmm. fun stuff where i get to meet all kinds of people and network with people and whatever and try to be a better travel agent as i go and mm-hmm. and uh, of course i'll be at disney springs tonight enjoying the spoils of the springs and then tomorrow we have our vip tour i'll be having breakfast mm-hmm. at steakhouse 71 vip tour later on on that day and then i'll be around disney world i won't be in the parks hardly at all and you know for the whole mm-hmm. weekend i think i'm going monday i have a reservation for hollywood i may go to epcot instead because 
I didn't get to try that fry flight. I see, I see Gertie behind you <laughs> with Gertie. your Christmas background. Yes. I didn't get to have the fry flight, and uh, I'm, I'm oh, kind that of looks good. wanting that. And it's one of those. Oh, okay, quick question. You've only got, let's say, you've only got a three fourths of the day. You got a flight at okay. seven, which means you got to be on the bus by say five or whatever. What park would you go to, knowing you can't be there the whole day? You can't be there the evening. You only got probably three fourths of a day to work with. What what park is your inclination to hit? hit? Well, also you need to keep in mind that um, I'm going to take an Uber or a Lyft. That's true. Or a private transportation. But yeah, you just don't want to be at the airport about two hours. Because I don't flight. I mean, just in case, uh, you know, maybe an hour ish. Or, um, or are you the kind of girl that like you're banking on TSA to be okay because you've got pre-check and. And Correct. so you're like, well, if I'm not checking a bag, if I'm checking a bag, but I'm also a list. So uh, if I'm true. flying Southwest, yeah. I don't have to wait in the line to check my bag and I've pre-check. So assuming right. it's earlier, I will cheat it closer. I will never tell my clients to cheat it as close as no. I cheated. No. Don't do that. It's no. bad. Well, um, my flight's at seven on Monday evening and I'm likely going to leave my hotel around five. Probably catching an Uber okay. or not doing the bus or whatever. Um, my wife will kill me because she's like, you could have paid 16 bucks for a bus and left an hour early. Instead, you paid $40 for a ride to stay at 45 minutes later. Well, yeah, but the fry flight was so good. I had to go back and get I mean, <laughs> but to answer your question, I would probably go to Epcot because you know yeah. that's – I love Epcot. Yeah. And I can spend – I can spend happily a full day now, there, especially do, if there's a festival on. I may do Epcot and not write anything. I may just oh, I've done that. Snack and picture and and, and like walk and, so. and mm -hmm. shop. And right. I mean, even though I don't buy anything, I like to. I like the process of shopping. Well, and here's the thing: what's happening with you know? with, with being a travel mm -hmm. agent, especially if you're somebody active on social media because you wanted to, you yeah. want to keep up with social media, which is a blessing and a curse. You want mm -hmm. content. So now you're going to make those extra trips going, I need a picture of that sign. I want to get a 10 second video. And it's just, it's the weirdest things yeah. that you have to take yeah. that you have to take. It's, it's like, like so it's like, I'm not over there taking pictures of, you know, guardians and I am doing that too. No. But also I'm like, Oh look, here's a random sidewalk. I'm going to point at this point, my camera right. at the sidewalk and then pan up for like 10 seconds and get a picture of the, the lake. Doo, doo, doo. That's and I'm like, Oh good. Look at this video. It's awesome. And it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> How was your Halloween? Um, I mean, Halloween was a non-event, honestly. Well, with me. no kids, I guess it's not a big deal. Do you have trick-or-treaters? Of course, you're at your parents' house. Well, right I mean, currently, so I, I will say even if we were in our new place right now, mm -hmm. I don't think we would have had trick-or-treaters because most people in that neighborhood don't have kids. I've mm. seen a handful running like around, but there's not way, a huh? lot. I mean, um, <laughs> and then I, we joke and say that my parents live in Boomerville um, because it is a 55 right. and older community. Right. Um, only 10% of people here are allowed to be under the age of 55 as homeowners. So yeah, there's no trick-or-treating happening so um, here. So I went to the gym and that there's a little neighborhood right near where my gym mm -hmm. is. So I drove by and I did see kids in costumes. I saw like a Marshmallow Man from the Ghostbusters. Of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. And then I saw like a witch and uh, I'm trying to think. Some of the costumes I couldn't tell because like they would have their masks off or their, you know, right, they, it right. was toward the end of trick or treating. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I saw a handful of kids walking yeah. around. But that was, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Campbell dressed up as Bruno. Uh, which we don't talk we about. We don't that. talk about that. Um, but no, he wanted Bruno <laughs> for whatever reason. We kept asking him what he well, wanted. Hey. We would walk through Walmart and he would just point at a costume and be like, Woody, what, Buzz, but no, no, no. We're not, you're just pointing at a costume. What do you want to be? And he said, <laughs> on Bruno. So we ordered the shawl okay. from Amazon. And, and uh, so he had, the, he had the hood on and everything. And, and our neighborhood actually is built. It's a smaller neighborhood. I want to say there's maybe 100 houses here, maybe less. 
If you told me 75, I would believe you. If he's at 100, if you told me 120, I'd believe you. We, we've only okay. been here for 13 years, so I can't really. You never, you you've never really paid attention. What the, what the layout sure. looks like, and so <laughs> but it, it's, you can walk it in 45 minutes to an hour by trick or treating and stuff, and it's small yeah. enough to do that, but it's large enough to be able to have enough houses to walk through, and um, mm-hmm. so it's a safe neighborhood. I mean, people park their cars off to the sides, and you know, everybody's nice. walking through the streets and stuff, which is really nice. Um, and we we don't allow him to eat the candy that we get. Uh, not because we're saving it for us, whether there's some of that, but also it's not it's not Campbell Diet approved. So we go out, we buy his candy from a local like sure. supermarket, like Sprouts, whatever. So we have a special chocolate candy he can buy, and um, we have several brands that we purchased. I think Yum Earth mm-hmm. is one of them. Justin's, which is organic chocolates, and, and oh, I've heard of that one. Really good. Yeah, that's really um, good. Unreal is like a little Skitties, a Skittles kind of candy with like nuts oh. and stuff, and he loves. And so we bought some okay. of those. So we went to houses, went all through the houses, and about halfway through, his bag is full. And he's actually yeah. getting me to carry the bag because it's full. So what we do is we come back by the house. We dump off what we gather into our bucket. So Stephanie can recycle the candy, basically. And so she keeps giving out the candy and stuff because he can't eat it. But he gets in his mind. He's like, when I go home, I get to have some candy. Okay, I'm done. And he's like, done. I'm done. Uh, do you want to go back up trick-or-treating? We had another two streets to go, no. Are, are you sure? No. Candy. Okay, so we gave him a few pieces of candy, sat on the porch swing. And after he got done eating, I'm like, Campbell, do you want to go back out? No. Okay. <laughs> one more, one more time. I'm just, I'm asking just to make sure. Do you want to go walk the streets one more time and go a little more trick or treating? No, no, thanks. Okay. Oh, good. So <laughs> I was like, cool, because I'm the one that walks out with him. I'm like, well, that's a, some steps I can mm-hmm. save, and so hey. it was all good, all good. Uh, as I mentioned, he looks of course, so cute. Uh, one more random question for you. As I mentioned, I am leaving in two hours to go to the airport. Yes. Actually, hour and a half at this point. Our, our friend Meredith. We keep our recording agent, on days we leave. It's interesting. Right? We- <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. There's no hurricane headed my way. That's so true. This I'm is not, not a last minute. There's a good chance I'm not going to get to the airport and be told I can't board the plane. I think I'm going to get <laughs> on the plane unless something tragic happens, which crossing my fingers, God forbid, nothing like that happens at all that keeps me from getting on a plane. Um, I haven't really packed yet. I'm a gatherer. I'm not a packer ahead of time. I gather. I gather oh, my dear. stuff into piles. And then probably 30 minutes before I'm ready to leave, I grab my suitcase and pile in. Please tell me you in, have stuff in the suitcase. I, I don't have any. I don't have the suitcase. Oh, my gosh. David the suitcase Dollar, is not even out of the closet out. yet. Okay. But I have my pile of shirts here. I have my pile of shorts there. I have all my toiletries in a bag ready to go. Like, all I have to do is put it into the suitcase and I'm good. So my question to you is going this to is be, stressful. Are you? I guess you're not a, you're not a gatherer. You're a packer. How far in advance for a trip do you plan? Let's say a five. Oh, I stress trip. people out. I I totally stress people out. Um, I will typically the. I'm gonna say it depends on what time my flight is. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, normally the day before, if you're gonna call a gathering, I will gather together what I'm going to wear right. if it's out of season, especially, and I will put it into my packing cubes because okay. I am a fan of packing cubes. Okay, and then I will um if I have a night flight, I'll pull up the suitcase the morning of. And then I get everything in the suitcase. I don't zip it up until right before I'm ready to go because right. usually toiletries have to go in last minute makeup, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if I have an early morning flight, it's still the day before. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm not a, like we do have friends who, well, both Heather and Kyla, Kyla, Kyla are advanced packers. Yeah. They pack like three, four weeks yeah. in advance. They'll be sending it. I'll talk to them on the phone or Kyla will call me. We'll be talking and she'll be like, yeah, I have to go pack. And I'm like, your trip's not till Friday. It's, it's. It's Wednesday. I know, but I got to start packing. I'm so stressed out right now. What? And so, yeah. yeah they I, just, yeah. I started just, gathering last night. I mean, yeah. I usually start, we'll call it gathering the day before, yeah. but I don't wait until like an hour before to put it into my suitcase because mm-hmm. that would stress me out. I need well, it in the suitcase. 
and this is this is probably a, a great topic for another full episode. But just real quickly, when you know you're going to Disney or Disney property, what are the extra things you throw in there that you normally wouldn't take? Let's say to a trip to Mexico or a trip a conference in Utah or something that you had to go to or whatever. Um, what what Disney accoutrement do you throw in there because you're like I'm going to Disney? I have to take that to die. Um, well, I mean, aside from ears, you mean? And lounge well, flies, yeah, ears. Yeah, well, ears mm-hmm. and lounge flies. Mm-hmm. Well, like, well, a lounge fly, right. usually. Maybe not lounge flies, uh, plural. Right. Um, I mean, it depends on the season. True. But in terms of, True. I mean, it really, it really depends on the season. But aside from that, I don't really. It's terrible. I don't necessarily have specific. Oh, chargers, but I take right. those anyway. Yeah, fuel rods, um, fuel rods, and pins. Those are the two things I make sure that I, I take. see. And I don't take yeah. pins, so yeah. well, I don't yeah. take ears. So there you go. Yeah, so, they, so, so ears and lounge flies <laughs> are my like Disney specific. Right. I have to have these with me. Or oh, and gift of course, cards if I happen to have them. My um, my 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 Disney World fanny pack. I got to take that. Oh my, my gosh, my fanny pack. My uh, one from 2007 that I carry now with me, uh, which is great. And uh, yeah, I'll have it with me on the VIP tour. So if you I see can. pictures, you look off to the left, you'll see kind of a little bulge on my shirt there, off to the left. That's where my <sighs> fanny pack is going to be, uh, full of chargers and pins and stuff that I might need uh, folks, along my folks. We've my tried. Journey. We've tried. It so, we can't do anything about it. We can't. I'm kind, of a, I'm kind of a fanny pack snob at this point too, because you there are, certain, are well, there I have a couple of fanny packs. There's only certain I like. They have to be flatter. You can't have a ton of pockets, and because if they they're big and bulky, then you have to wear them on the outside of the shirt, and nobody wants that. That's just geeky. Nobody wears it fanny packs on the outside or in the front of your shirt. It's just kind of it's kind of odd. You don't you don't do that. So <laughs> let's jump on some news, David. It's all the news that's fit to print with. And Jen Vatney. Yeah! News! We're going to kick it off first with Universal. Uh, now, Universal, of course, changes all the time. And, I mean, constantly. But usually it's just a ride that closes here mm-hmm. or there, and they'll change it out. And it really is like a box thing where I feel like they... Yeah. It's almost like a shoe store where you pull a box out, you put another box in... And suddenly right. a whole new experience. Uh, well, now they are shutting an entire area. Um, the Kids Zone, the Woody yeah. Woodpecker Kids Zone, which has five. Okay, so this is very timely references. Fievel's Playland. <laughs> Didn't Woody they shut Wood- that down before? <laughs> no, it's still open. Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster, Curious George Goes to Town, oh DreamWorks God. Destination, and the brand new, they just opened the Shrek and Donkey Meet and Greet. All of that is going to be closing down January 15th, which I would say it's likely because all of those properties are so out of date. Oh um, I cannot imagine. Okay, I, I, I'm sure there are out there. And I, I love Fievel. I love if, Curious George. Yeah, I love but them. if you're seven, if you're five, you don't know who they are. You don't know who Fievel is. You barely know who. You might know Curious George. You don't Maybe. know Woody Woodpecker. Uh, my kid has no concept of. Uh, 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 uh. My kid has <laughs> that was no like my dad's era. No idea. This is uh, this was Boomer Play Zone, basically Boomer Town Play Zone. This is. It's yes. almost like they went to to your Boomer Town, your parents' Boomer Town area, and were like, "Hey, can you build a playground? Well, Boomerville. Boomerville. Well, sure. Let's do that, and we'll put in, uh, you know, put in whatever and uh, Fievel's Playland because the kids love that, right? Kids don't know who Fievel is, so I, I'm guessing they're going to renovate it and probably put in something 
I mean, because the coaster is actually a good coaster. The Woody Woodpecker coaster is a good coaster. I've never been on it. I, cool. I'll just it's, be honest. It's a cool little area. Um, I could say just retheming the whole thing, maybe to Paw Patrol or How to Train Your yeah. Dragon or something like that. Something simple. I was going to say, because they own both of those. Yeah, pro- they those own those. Make it, a, make it a How to Train Your Dragon coaster kind of thing. Just, it wouldn't take, yeah. I say it wouldn't take a lot, honestly. Uh, now, the E.T. adventure is still going to be open, so uh, quasi-producer Heather will still <laughs> oh be very gosh. happy about that. <laughs> um, but can we talk about, do kids know who E.T. is? Well, I'm literally but, but I think, being here's serious. The thing. I think it's, I mean, it's a classic. I it's get it. like that would be like shutting down Haunted Mansion at Disney World. You don't do it. You ju- you don't. I think yeah, this is but the Haunted one... Mansion is literally not like. Well, I know. I well, I mean, I can't think of anything like that that Disney would hold on to forever, that, like a property that kids wouldn't be aware of. Maybe Peter Pan's flight. Maybe a lot of kids haven't seen Peter eh, Pan. I mean, something like that. But the point is, it's just a classic attraction. That adults would lose their minds. They would. This, I mean, they would That's buy accurate. it. This, again, this would, would be like a Peter Pan or a Small World Disney mm-hmm. shutting it down, doing something else. Also, open the animal actors on location. SpongeBob SquarePants uh, meet and greets uh, are going to be open there, and the Kids Zone Pizza Company will also remain open. So some of the stuff will be open. So Jen, if you're freaking out about the Kids Zone, most I'm of it's not. closing, but the mate, you'll still get to see Patrick and SpongeBob taking the uh, you know pictures and stuff. So this is probably very unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say it. SpongeBob drives me completely I like insane. SpongeBob. I could I've never, never when it just, first came out, even I was even like, I must have been in my twenties or something. And I was right. like, I like, oh, what's this? You know, whatever. Like, this is dumb. I, I just I yeah. never ever liked it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So back over to Disney World where we belong, actually. Um, things are moving along in the Tiana's okay. Bayou Adventure. Of course, that's going to be opening uh, sometime in 2024, mid-summer, fall, something like that. Tiana's Bayou Adventure taking over Splash Mountain. Um, no closing date on Splash Mountain, but we expect it will be probably sometime January. When My guess is when they close it for the, re- the annual refurb mid-January, they'll just close it this time mm-hmm. and it'll never reopen at Splash Mountain. Um, Most so that's, likely. That's a guess they want to get that, the holidays. That was... And that's what I think I've said before, too, is that I assumed it would stay open yeah. through the 50th. Mm-hmm. And even though technically it goes through March, I, you know, right. that's well, that also Uncle Bob is going to want to do some merchandising because the last splash, what? the last splash Man. adventure or something like that. If they're going to be, you know, the last mountains, whatever, they'll do some sort of slogan. Wait, do I get to get that in December? I better get that in December. Maybe, but they probably will sell that in January. And who knows? They, they might even they did this with Star Tours, even though they knew they're going to reopen it. They did a last flight to indoor. And they sold oh, yeah. like event tickets where you could go and pay like seventy bucks per person to go mm-hmm. to that area of Hollywood and ride ride the rides, um, ride the ride uh, for that area just because you would be on the last night of life, yeah. last flight or whatever. So I can imagine doing something like that, making an after hours event with Splash Mountain and whatever, and selling the shirts. And I was there, and you know they're changing it because of uh, because of inappropriate uh, cultural things, but we're probably going to make some sort of. Now, I don't know for sure, but my guess is that's what's going to happen. Uh, but anyway, back to Tiana. Um, you know, you don't have to worry that they're going to change a ton of the ride system. The concept uh, art models show that the bike adventure is still going to be the same log flume. You're still yeah. Gonna have the- yeah. Or the 49-foot drop at the end. Uh, guests will be floating down the flume towards a big drop, but the insides are going to be totally changed. We're going to bring deep technology. Uh, the mm-hmm. world of New Orleans will be brought to life. Tiana will have some new outfits that reflect her growth. Now, mm. now where... Ariel's Undersea Adventure, Winnie the Pooh, those are called book report rides. Basically, they're the attraction. Like, that's that's the story. They're telling it front to back. You know, here's what mm-hmm. happened. during the story. Mm-hmm. This is going to be kind of uh, the follow-up event of the Princess of the Frog movie, almost like mm-hmm. a sequel to the movie itself. 
After the movie's ending, Tiana is going to join and host a large party for Mardi Gras, but is missing a key ingredient to find it. We, the guests, will join Tiana on an adventure deep into the bayou, meeting new and familiar faces along the way looking for this important ingredient to make Interesting. it the party. Uh, during the ride, guests will hear familiar tunes from the film, as well as voiceovers from the voice actors of the film. Bruno Campos, who was Naveen, Michael Leon Woolley, who was Lewis, Jennifer Lewis, who was Mama Odie, uh, will all be coming back. And of course, Disney mm-hmm. legend, Anika Nani Rose, who was Tiana, she will also be returning to do new dialogue. The city and the culture of Louisiana will be prominently featured in the attraction, which Disney has described as a love letter to New Orleans. So that's all we know mm. right now about Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I'm kind of excited about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna yeah. I, I think I love the music fun. from Princess and the Frog. So yeah. I, you know, I really oh, yeah. think, and of course, the party scene I'm sure is going to be where the current I call them the revival chickens, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of oh. course, of course. So where they are, I'm guessing. So yeah, yep. you know what? I'm I'm always down for. Oh, I'm I'm down for something new, even though yes. it's something redone. Unless it's Figment because they destroyed Figment, but whatever. Yeah, well, I, I just I, Figment's in there the discussion altogether. I just I don't understand why that is ultimate fan. Okay, so it all sidebar. It all bleeds to. <laughs> I, I get it. Disney's making money. They're taking away certain things. They're charging right, more right, for right, things. Right. That's the argument. We can have that argument all day long, whether it's good or bad. I get that. What I feel that Bob is missing, and I say Bob, I mean Josh too. Josh, you're listening. Come on, pay attention here, buddy. Um, work with us here. I feel like there are certain things they could do. That either would cost very little money or hardly any money at all, honestly, and still give the fans what they want. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do a whole total overhaul of, of Journey to Imagination? That's fine. Bring back Figment. Bring back a Dreamfinder as a meet and greet, which we have a Figment meet and greet apparently coming we at do some have point. A meet and you know, that's coming. coming. That's huge mm-hmm. fan service. I get that. That's great. There's just certain things I feel like they could do, a little extra certain something that wouldn't cost very much that would they give the fans redo, what they want. They could redo the ride. And they not, really could. I mean, it is so really dated. Could. It is yeah. so dated. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that whole area could be redone, including the Pixar Film Fest, which I know was just a throw in. Let's throw some movies yeah, in there. Yeah, but it's, it's been cheap. there for years. It's a people eater. I know, but it was Captain EO. Then it was Honey, I Shrugged the Audience. And I get it. Those are old properties, you know. Let's do something new, and maybe it's just they just wanted something for people to because people go, they don't go to watch the movies, they go to the relax and they out of the hot sun, right? In the air conditioning, of course. With that, anyway, that's another topic for another day. Uh, Phantasmic Mm -hmm. is returning. Okay, so we're recording this on Wednesday the second. Yep. Sandwiched between last night, November the first, which was a cast member preview of Phantasmic, which, by Mm -hmm. the way. At the end of the show, cast members and everybody in the audience gave like a three or four minute standing ovation to the show itself. Apparently, Aww. the show looks fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Fantasmic, uh, if exactly. You will. It is officially reopening tomorrow night or on the day this is released on the third yep. that night, tonight, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new sequence, which you'll see with Moana. Uh, there's a new yep. sound system mm-hmm. that has been installed, which will be a huge improvement. Cast members absolutely loved the attraction. You can find Scott Gustin is a great follow on Twitter, and he's yes. got a lot of stuff up there going on. Uh, November November third, you're going to see. Uh, you know, the, there's two shows. November eighth to thirteenth, there's one show, um, different times all the way through, mm-hmm. and so you'll be able to see kind of the times and everything. But uh, okay. but yeah, that is coming. So it's it's nice. really really exciting uh, for that. So um, Jen, we've had one thousand four hundred and thirty days. Since the Walt Disneyland Railroad, Walt Disney World Railroad was in operation, Ooh. I just want to mention that because I feel like that's something we should know. Because yeah, it's yeah, been a long because time. well, we should know that. I'm just yeah, saying. it's been a long time. That's that's. I that's miss the railroad, and I know that I as too. Tron gets more complete, 
they are going to finish the track and mm-hmm. be able to put the railroad up. But like, seriously, I just need to ride it again. Yes. That's all. Yeah, it's going to be, and it's going to be a manhouse when it does open, by the way. Oh, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> be crazy. It's going to be crazy. And, and I'm sure wait. they'll do some sort of opening events where the trains reopen or whatever, which I'm I'm excited about. So I I, I do miss yes. the train running. I miss the pre-show at the very beginning of the day. Again, Absolutely. another little thing that when the train reopens, that hopefully they will bring back because there's something cool about that pre-show. Even a five-minute pre-show, yeah. Mickey comes out at whatever. So last thing, and I think this is kind of fun. So, Jen, do you remember in the 90s, back when you were like one years old, um, <laughs> in the 90s, there was this, this series of like Oh my gosh! Did you see this scene in this particular in Aladdin or in Little Mermaid or in Lion oh my King gosh, where they yes. did something kind of naughty? One hundred percent, kind of naughty. 100%. There was this famous scene in The Lion King. Now this is back really before the internet took hold. But what we could all we could do is freeze frame our VHS copies and so oh, I know freeze, exactly what whatever. I know exactly. What and so you freeze frame like. and the leaves pop up and it spells S E X and you're like, ooh, the animator did something dirty. Well, apparently one of the animators on TikTok has finally come out to debunk the rumor. Okay. He's finally come out and said, here is what's going on. Former Disney animator Tom Bancroft worked on the film. He came forward to debunk this age old myth, making it clear that there was no obscene message in, uh, in the actual movie itself. He says, here's what's happened. He said that the world of animation, people like him did the Mm -hmm. hand drawn character animation. If the scene had any effects in it, then it was sent to the effects department to add any effects, whether it's fire or water or smoke or dust mm-hmm. or even a door closing. You know, that's that's, yeah. that's what they did. So following that logic, they drew the scene where adult symbol flops and the cloud of dust pops up and everything. And that's where everybody's like, oh, freeze it. Look, it says S-E-X. Uh, he then points out that the clouds do form letters, but not the ones that the audience thought. The dust particles actually form the letters S-F-X. In reference to the film special effects department, SFX, uh, SFX. Tom says in his video, and this is on TikTok, you could follow him at Tom Bancroft. Ends the video by saying, quote, that is the truth. I don't know if you've ever heard the actual truth behind this, but now you know. Go spread the word. Not everything you hear is evil. There you go. Interesting. So that's the truth. We are breaking news. News that's already been on several other websites, but breaking it here. But breaking it here. And that's now you know. interesting. And now you know. Now no I want to talk the Little Mermaid scene. Well, I will probably get to that. Maybe <laughs> we might have to do like a, a whatever. If we ever do a Patreon after our show, we'll talk about the hidden stuff in <laughs> Disney because the Rescuers has something. Oh, who framed Wait, right? I don't think I know something. about the Rescuers one. You'll have to tell me later. Well, um, there is a scene. And this is back in the 70s, whenever they did. This was in the 70s. Like, I I would imagine back in the 70s when they're doing movies, whether it's animation or live Mm -hmm. action, nobody could have dreamed up a world where not only could you freeze movies on your TV to study the scene. Right. That people would even own them at home. Like, maybe own them at home. People probably thinking reel to reel, some sort of shoddy copy. But nobody would imagine like a Blu-ray 4K, whatever, digital hi-fi, blah, 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 where everything is like so crisp and clear and 3D. There's a scene in the rescuers or the animator and the story go, and I cannot speak to the validity of the story. It's just mm-hmm. everything I've heard. I've always heard the story. And I, I honestly don't know why it wouldn't be true. Animator was drawing rescuers. He got disgruntled as many animators sometimes do. Uh, I guess the ones that work there now are gruntled. If you leave in anger, you're disgruntled. And you're disgruntled. Yeah, exactly. Probably. So apparently there is a, there's a scene. If you, freeze it at just the right second during a car chase uh in one of the windows okay. there is an unclothed female person in 
in in there. Well, a picture, not a drawn picture, but an actual picture picture. And it's like super fast. I mean, you gotta pause oh it just gosh. the right time. I'm sure you could find all the interwebs. I'm not saying you I'm sure do I that. Could. But yeah, that's the that's the rescuer story. But Ho Frame Roger Rabbit has something. Lion King, we just talked about yeah. Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Aladdin. Just, you know. Yeah, um, there were a few. Yeah. So we we should we should find some the truth in some of those. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to Tom Bancroft. Maybe he can come on and talk about that. That would be yeah. awesome. Hopefully That'd he's disgruntled awesome. and not disgruntled. That would be good. <laughs> Christmas I think time. he's disgruntled. He would have left it. We would have left him stand. Christmas time is coming, Jen. It's coming. I know it's November second, it and I put up some posts about Christmas time being here. I I worked so hard at 11:50 uh, on this, on October 31st. Sat at my kitchen table, got the right pictures at the right time on my phone at 11:59. Took a screenshot, changed it over to a Christmas picture, and at 12 o'clock midnight. Took a screenshot. So I could do a side by side. Like this is a shot you can only take once per year. We have a two minute window to take this. Take this shot. <laughs> Got it posted. So if you see it floating around, by the way, that's my picture. I did not not somebody. I did that uh, anyway. Um, people and I posted it. And of course, there were people like you forgot about Thanksgiving. I did not forget about Thanksgiving. But let's just be honest mm-hmm. here. Nobody cares about Thanksgiving until Thanksgiving week. No one talks about Thanksgiving until Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving okay. week, it's all Thanksgiving. Family's here. We're putting our deck. But even during Thanksgiving week, what are you doing? You're putting, putting up the Christmas, Christmas tree. <laughs> exactly. If you haven't already done it, then you're doing it then. So I want to talk a little bit about Christmas because Christmas is coming and we're really excited about the holidays yeah. Christmas. Um, Jen, I'm assuming you have been to the holiday Christmas time at Disney World. Oh, yes. You've been I there. have been on Christmas Day. Actually. Oh, that's awesome. What is it like on Christmas yeah. Day? Now, was it pandemic wise or just otherwise? So we did it in 2020 because okay. we're like, listen, if we're going to do it, this is the year to do it. Like, let's go. So we, um, it was cold actually. I mean, I was in my puffer coat. It was 32 Mm -hmm. degrees in Florida, which was crazy, but it was awesome. I mean, they had cavalcades coming with like Santa and, um, you know, like, you know, Christmas themed Mickey, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. They were just coming down main street so often. Of course the jingle cruise was up, um, now, if you're gonna go on Christmas Day, it's Pack gonna your be patience. Busy. Okay, it's gonna be busy. <laughs> you yep. are going for the experience for being there on Christmas Day. Yes. But it was fantastic. We loved it. Um, we did have a dinner that evening. I want to say at California Grill was our Christmas dinner. Nice. Getting dining reservations nice. can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay, so definitely yes, yes. can be a challenge, but that's okay. Um yeah, it's it was it's just really a good time. We've also been there on New Year's, separate discussion, but okay. um, yeah, it's a definitely more expensive time of year to go. But if you can do it, it's a lot of fun. When someone talks about Christmas and they're like, "I want to go Christmas week," and it's it's, I don't want to say it astounds me. It does surprise me a little bit the number of people who think Christmas time is a slower time because everybody should be home with their families. And maybe everybody right. should be home with their families, but they're mm-hmm. not. They're at Disney World. And right. what I tell people immediately, the first thing I say to people is mm-hmm. I want you to understand it is the busiest, most expensive time yep. of the year. Mm-hmm. And there's not a whole lot of chances for promotion. So if you think you're going to go Christmas Day, you're going to save money on a room, mm-hmm. you're probably not. I don't care if you're a pass holder or military or anything Correct. like that. They are they don't do promos Christmas week. I think the no. latest goes all the way up to the 21st or 22nd, I think. I've mm-hmm. got a family checking in the 20th for that week. Um, and they're getting several some savings on the first couple of nights. Um, you know, But it's room only. And you only right. save on the rooms on those nights. So it's not like a whole package, co- package combo of savings. Uh, right. I tell people immediately, and I'm like, yes, I would love to send you Christmas, but I want to temper your expectations 
You get mm-hmm. Genie Plus. You likely will be able to ride one thing, probably for sure. You might not mm-hmm. be able to ride the one you want, but you'll, you'll be able to ride something hopefully pretty good. Maybe one other thing, and they'd be prepared to get a Genie Plus reservation mm-hmm. for Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, uh, maybe Living with the Land, maybe Pixar Film Fest, something something small like that is going to be what's remaining at noon whenever you're looking for your next reservation. Just get ready for it. Uh, but let's walk through park by park, and you can throw in here. I'm going to kind of okay. describe what's going on at Christmas time. Now, November 11th is when everything kicks off. That's the beginning uh, November yes. 11th, 2022. Celebrate the spirit now, of the decorations. Season. I'm going to point yes. out decorations mm-hmm. will be up before November 11th. Yes. But the first, yes. but the official events. Yes. Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree won't be the same, dear, <laughs> unless we're at Disney. And so, uh, so of course, the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party coming up. Uh, that's starting uh, sometime very, very soon, actually. And um, separate admission is required. I want to say the 8th. Something like that. I think that's, that's that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. A special admission is required. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Mickey and Santa will be there. You're going to have all the attractions opening up and stuff. The Jingle Jungle Cruise is going to be open, which, by the way, is already open now. Yes, uh, the Jingle Jungle Cruise is open. They they put some put some Jingle Jungle gar- uh, garland mm-hmm. and tinsel on the boats. The boats now it's have so all cute. Christmas names. All the jokes are now Christmas themed, which is mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, so you get all of that. The Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show. It's a dazzling fireworks show full of festivities to cheer uh the once upon a time christmas parade which is mm-hmm. fun you'll you get to wave to some beloved pals as they float by at the yuletide parade you also can go to cinderella castle for a yuletide stage show with mickey mouse mm-hmm. club tinsel is happening over Cl- cosmic ray's starlight cafe uh the totally tomorrowland christmas will be a tomorrowland party with some of your favorite tomorrowland friends um and the disney junior jingle jam which is going to be happening <laughs> over at the uh, hollywood studios with the disney junior characters you'll have festive mm-hmm. ambiance character greetings and all of their their christmas finery which is all kinds of fun uh some of the like there'll be wreaths and ribbons and bows and all yes. on, on every attraction some of them will have more of a christmas thing like the jingle jungle cruise than others mm-hmm. but uh memory maker will be doing some special shots yeah. uh for that i mean it's just it's a fun party now is it worth it yeah that is mm-hmm. this is one of those things where i tell people if you have the money to spend it is worth it don't mortgage right. your house to go to, to go to the Christmas party. Correct. At, uh, at, at like anything else. I mean, like like Memory Maker. If you have the money for it, I think it's worth it. Um, right. But don't feel like I got to have this. You know, just exactly. it's okay. I mean, the only thing I'm going to tell you, you have to have is corn dog nuggets from Cosmic uh, from uh, from Casey's. Oh my gosh. That's what you have to have. Beyond that, you know, it's it's up to you. <laughs> I think it's a great party though. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, it is. The castle projections are fantastic, and oh, not just. Them. Not just the colors on the castles, but the projections, they move. I mean, like, yes. I spent probably 10 minutes just watching the castle as the candy canes mm-hmm. would go up and down, and you'll see the snow falling on the castle. And it's just this cool it's show so happening neat. at Magic Kingdom. So, um, so it's just, it's a lot of fun over at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Over at Epcot, of course, you can embrace holiday traditions, decor, and cuisine from around the world all mm-hmm. in one place. The Candlelight Processional, which we have talked about several times, yep. starting November 25th, all the way through December 30th. Um, Edward James almost has stepped out. Cheetah Rivera had now stepped in, so she yes. is the replacement. Uh, but all the all the ones are now in place now. You can go see online and see the, the, list, of, um, the list of narrators. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to try to do another holiday show as well for the Candlelight Processional. Love that show last year. I think mm-hmm. we'll try to do it again for this podcast. Uh, you'll you'll have the the heartwarming performances around World Showcase, including the Canadian Holiday Voyagers, Las Posadas with Mariachi Gobra uh, over in Mexico. I probably said it all wrong, but hey, whatever. That's the cute. Chinese Lion Dance and Holiday Storytellers are going to be over in some of the areas over World Showcase. A lot of fun going there. Mm-hmm. And of course, Jen, the Festival of the Holidays. 
Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the festival of holidays, Jen. What is so special about the festival of the holidays? Well, I mean, it, I love it because it really celebrates, um, you know, well, it shows how I should yes. say how cultures around the world, you know, literally around mm-hmm. the world, um, and around world showcase celebrate the holiday season because, you know, in certain places, um, Santa Claus is not known as Santa Claus it might be right. Kringle, might be St. Mm-hmm. Nicholas. Um, so you are going to see the holiday traditions in each of the pavilions. And you mentioned some of the shows just now. Right. They also have some food booths normally, which is great. Um, a lot of food booths. Oh, okay. yeah. um, and, and even I, I'll toured like as you're between world showcase and mm-hmm. I'm still calling it future world. Okay. It's still future world. Neighborhoods, That's what it is. something, something. It, you know what? Yeah. Quit trying to make neighborhoods happen. Yep. It's future world. Um, eventually we'll Quit make, trying to make Hollywood suit has happened. Disney. It's MGM. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not quite there. It's never going to happen. I'm not there with the neighborhoods. It's still under construction. <laughs> yeah, it's still future world. When it's, it opens up, then we'll talk right now. Then we can talk future right world. right yep. now. It's, yep. it's construction zone. I call it whatever I want. Yep. So <laughs> um, in between there, they, they have a, like a display usually of course mm-hmm. i don't know this year of like santa clauses it was kind of cool in cool. a nice little food booth right there and as i recall that was one of the stops on the cookie stroll which mm-hmm. they yes. often have as part of the uh you know the international festival of the holidays also one of the shorter festivals here in epcot it's only a month and a few days and so yeah. well that one and maybe i think the festival, festival of the, arts, of the is arts maybe a little longer and then of course you've got mm-hmm. a nine-month festival of food and wine and a 10-month festival of flower and garden yes yeah, somehow like they all fit them in um i think there might be certain <laughs> days of the year when all four festivals are going on at once we just i mean i'm not gonna rule it out it's honestly just, it's, it's honestly whatever um yeah i like you to mention the cookie stroll because i love the cookie stroll and we did this for, yes steph and i did this for the first time last year we'd never done it mm-hmm. and so you get a passport and they do this now at every festival where you have like mm-hmm. almost like a scavenger hunt of tastes, like certain yeah. treats you get around world showcase and you, you get a stamp for each one you get. And they're not every one of them. They give you a list of no, like you have correct. to get, you know, say five of these. Um, and last year we did it. There were only five cookies. You had to, you had to get these five. You had to get five. I, right. I, I want flower and garden and I think food and wine. They have, a, they have a list of like nine or 10 treats. Hey, get five there of these was, somewhere in there. There are more um, at that, but yeah, the cookies yeah. wasn't, I don't want to say it's bad. It's not as bad, well, but it just there's not as many that you have to get. Well, this this year they actually have a let's see four. Eight, they have eight. You okay. can get the vanilla shortbread cookie with dolce de leche and coconut. Uh, you can get the Yukon Holiday Kitchen Snickerdoodles cookie, uh, okay. the Shayam Holiday Kitchen black and white cookie, which is plant based. Uh, the American Holiday Table has mm-hmm. the chocolate crinkle cookie. The Bavaria Holiday Kitchen has the Linzer cookie. Holiday Hearth ah. Desserts has the gingerbread cookie. Sunshine Seasons has the M and M's sugar cookie, and Connections Cafe has a sugar cookie as well get any five of those they will stamp your passport once you get five of them then you bring them to the holiday sweets and treats booth and you'll get a special mm-hmm. treat last year it was a free little milkshake kind of drink and a little, little oh, cool little cup or whatever um it is a fun little thing to do and it's something yeah. that doesn't cost a lot every cookie is like three or four bucks and so yes yeah. you're probably paying 20 or 25 dollars for it but uh steph and i did it in a day just as we casually mm-hmm. went along we would find the places we shared the cookies um some cookies were fantastic some were like okay i'm uh, like eh, but yeah. But there's they're good and it's a fun little thing too. So I definitely mm-hmm. encourage people to look at doing something like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, good a, it's a fun little bit during your your holiday festival uh passing around. So <laughs> now taking over to Animal Kingdom. Skipping uh, Hollywood Studios. I know. Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there, Jen. Okay. I'm Animal Kingdom. See, I did Animal Kingdom next because Animal Kingdom was always last. And I'm like, awesome. what if we didn't make okay, Animal Kingdom? Okay, that's last? fair. Yeah. That's fair. 
So the Merry Menagerie, you can delight in Winter Winters as Discovery Island springs to life with artesian sculpted puppets, which is, I saw that last year as well. And it's really cool. The puppetry that goes on Mm -hmm. there is phenomenal. Uh, We walked in and there was like puppetry of like wolves and bears and stuff. And it's just cool. Um, The Santa Claus Festivotia, see Santa Mm -hmm. Claus as he sails down Discovery River to a jolly world beat holiday soundtrack. Mm -hmm. So it's like a Santa cavalcade on the river. Discovery Island drummers also have the same thing. And like we see on the projections on the castle, the Tree of Life also has the Awakenings Holiday Edition where it's the tree shimmers and sparkles every evening with music playing and it's just it's just cool it's just awesome Uh, now we go to Hollywood Studios where the Sunshine Seasons greetings again Hollywood Tower Hotel does the same thing with the projections it just I love those so neat Um, and they'll show scenes from movies on there and just what they do is just it's it's really Mm -hmm. really cool and it's fun because you see this festive there's Christmas presents and candy Mm -hmm. canes and snow and in the distance you hear ah People are riding and screaming <laughs> up and down. Yeah, well, it's like a know. black Christmas. Uh, Minnie's Merry Time Meals changes over to the uh, Hollywood and Vine. It's the holiday dining at Hollywood and Vine. Of course, yeah. that every season, that particular character breakfast, character lunch and dinner changes to the whatever's going on. This year, it's the holiday Merry Time Meal. The Santa Claus Motorcade, you'll see Santa Claus and his old friends traveling down in a candy red, a, a candy apple red Corvette uh, with a sack of presents. The first time mm-hmm. forever sing-along celebration uh, has a holiday finale with Olaf, which is a lot of fun there. Uh, and, of course, the dazzling holiday decor, uh, holiday touches mm-hmm. in Toy Story Land and stuff. So it's a lot of a lot of decor. Out of the four parks, probably you're going to get the most at Magic Kingdom because I think that's the most popular. Yeah. Uh, but there are going to be holiday touches everywhere. Lots of, lots of photography and lots of picture mm-hmm. uh, picture opportunities and stuff. Um, and Hollywood Studios is actually one of my more favorites. It's like my second mm-hmm. favorite at Christmas because you've got like Dinosaur Gordy. They have all of those. Um, I call them kitschy, like right. the kitschy, like 40s, 50s vibe uh, right. decorations that I love. Right. And so, uh, of course, behind you is Gertie with the with the, the ornament and, and the Santa hat, which is fun. And as you walk through Animal Kingdom, go to the dino, dino land. There's the bone mm-hmm. structure with the hat and everything, too, yeah. going on the Santa beard stuff. Uh, the resort hotels. Now, Jen, I know you only understand that they are deluxe hotels. You're not. You yeah. think maybe there might be moderates. You've heard it. You could probably I've heard about it. Value hotel is a myth. Uh, but. Every hotel will have their own Christmas tree, some bigger than others. You could probably imagine sports tree is not quite as big as, say, the Animal Kingdom tree, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge tree, which those trees are massive. They, they are, are massive. So freaking They are big. really, really, yeah. Um, the holiday decor, and this is something, a treat into its own. And when people go for, for the holidays, a lot of times I will tell clients, hey, if you're Magic Kingdom and things are just crazy, mm-hmm. you've got the park pass reservation for Magic Kingdom. You're going to get in. if you leave, Like in the old days, if you right, left at midday, right. you weren't sure you could get back in because they closed the park. Because they would close um, the park to capacity, but that the, can't happen if you have One of the only good things about the park pass reservation that guarantees you a busy day, you get back in. Uh, I'm like, take the monorail. Visit Contemporary. Mm-hmm. See the chocolate display. See the gingerbread house in Grand Florida, which yes. has started to go up, by the way. They've already yes, started on it, it always always uh, starts yep. right after Halloween. Uh, Oh, see, uh, go to the go to the Polynesian. Uh, try the treats. There's gingerbread cookies and stuff. Different mm-hmm. restaurants, um, holiday decorations, and everything. You know, you can have. I mean, the resorts themselves are like a new theme park yes. experience because every resort has its own theming, which is just fantastic. It's amazing. Even Blizzard Beach has its own thing. You can meet Santa Claus and its holiday mm-hmm. tropical flair. Uh, there's snowfall at select locations. Menu mm-hmm. items like peppermint milkshakes and orange bird Santa cones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's holiday touches all over there. Uh, yeah. It's it's gonna be great. Disney Springs has their Christmas tree trail yep. going on, which is a lot of fun. Now it used to be before pre-COVID where you could walk down mm-hmm. one particular trail and see all the trees one after the other. 
mm. in recent years, and then last year they did this, where they spread the trees out all yes. over. Every tree has a theme. There's a frozen tree. There's a toy store tree. mansion tree. On a mansion tree. There's a Beauty and the Beast tree. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost as if, like, they went to the warehouse, and they're like, that's a box of Aladdin ornaments. That's a tree. Oh, oh what's the box? <laughs> that's a box of Aladdin ornaments. That's a tree. That's a, Oh, it's a box of Disney Junior. That's a tree. Y'all get to it. I mean, just... It's just yeah. fun. I mean, it's it's kind of kitschy. Some of it's kind of cheesy, but it's just fun. No, but it's cute. And for the adults, if you're like, oh my gosh, I just need a drink after hearing all this, let me present to you Jock Lindsay's Holiday Bar. Um, <laughs> I went to this last year as well, and with of course Kyla, 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 yeah. and my friends, we all met over there, and I uh, had some cookies. They have a little um, an eggnog treat for like twenty five dollars. Mm. Big jug of eggnog. You can get it spiked or not. Mm-hmm. And they have cookies that go with it. Um, and the eggnog, I'm not an eggnog fan, but this eggnog is really good. It's like a creamy kind of milk kind of eggnoggy stuff, uh, which I guess that's what eggnog is, but it tastes better than eggnog to me. And they've got four or five cookies eggnog. kind of on display, gingerbread cookies and like a Santa mm-hmm. hat and whatever. You can kind of dunk them and stuff. And it's a, it's a fun little holiday display there. Um, like I said, the, the Christmas tree stroll, they have the mm-hmm. flurries uh, in Disney Springs Town Center. In the evenings, there is a magical snowfall. It's kind of like soap. So just be prepared. It's for exactly that. what it is. But... It's exactly what it is. And you're like, why is my snow bubbling on my shoulder? But yeah. Um, but yeah. So as we wrap up, Jen. Oh, what wait. Is the... oh, I'm sorry. What did I miss? What did I miss? You what? missed Yacht and Beach Club. I love their oh, holiday display. Right. They've got a train display in Yacht Club. Yes, Beach yes, Club. Yes. You've got, um, it looks like a carousel of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Carousel of chocolate. Now, Jen, is it a tiny little carousel like on a shelf or something? No, it's a life-size carousel. It's what? Huge. It's yes, a it's, big carousel. It's very cool. It's a life-size carousel. I think it has like four horses. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like yeah. I think it's well, I mean, not real horses, chocolate horses. No, chocolate um, horses. Yeah, and, but they were life-size. I mean, life-size for a carousel, not a life-size horse. But I mean, like yeah, right, a life-size for a carousel horse. If it were that? real, you could hop on that horse, probably ride it around if it worked. Um, it's it's a chocolate. Car- the whole thing's made of chocolate. It's which, chocolate. It's amazing. Aside from probably some support beams or something inside, the whole thing is chocolate. There's a big mm-hmm. sign that says, "Please don't eat this." Um, yeah, you right, know, exactly. Because it's one of those things where on shampoo bottles where it says do not use internally. Somebody did that, which means the shampoo people had to go, okay. okay. I guess you yeah. just put it on the bottle. Don't don't eat the shampoo. <laughs> Somebody at the at the carousel was like, Hey Chuck, put the sign out. The one that says don't eat the chocolate, the chocolate carousel that's behind the gate that you can't get to. Yeah, put the sign out. Does somebody eat it? Yeah, put the sign out. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what happened. I'm uh, probably, probably. <laughs> uh, so, Jen, what did I miss? What else did I miss? Anything you're like you're really looking forward to at the Christmas Christmas time? I mean, I think now we we about have it. Like yeah. with with all of that, because I'm yep. a huge, of course, I am a huge fan mm-hmm. of the Yacht and Beach Club. So I just had to point that one out. But yeah, otherwise, is I think we're your, good. Is that your favorite? Okay, so you only get to go to one for the afternoon. You're not staying there. You only get to visit one in the oh. afternoon, the Gingerbread House at Grand Floridian, or you get to go see the Yacht and Beach Club train and carousel. Which, see, this is where we're going to disagree because Brady's going to go to Yacht Club to see the train mm-hmm. and I'm going to see the Gingerbread House. So I would, I would go to the Gingerbread House. I really would. The gingerbread House is fantastic. You. And the Gingerbread's good. Yeah, the Gingerbread's very good. They have a whole working yeah. shop there. And I think this is something that people who've never seen it, it is a sight to behold. Mm-hmm. It's a, it really it's a, is. It's a small, it's almost like a tiny house. You would see on you know the Home and Garden TV where they sell these it tiny is. houses. It's a tiny house. It's a small house it made of Gingerbread. House. There's always a little sign there that talks about how they use like seven tons of sugar and you know uh, 1,400... 74,000 pounds of this and, you know, 755 mm-hmm. uh, scoops of butter, whatever. It's a working little shop. People are in there. Yeah. They're selling 
gingerbread. They're selling hot chocolate. Yep. They're selling cake pops. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. It's, there's decorations all around. Um, it's, you probably could physically walk up and take a bite of the gingerbread. I don't know that I would recommend I don't that, think I would recommend number that. Number one, they kick you out. And it might be, there might be a polish or something on there to keep it from like going. I do think that they do. I, I don't know exactly what they do over top. Um, you can find the recipe. They do have yeah. the recipe oh, yeah. there. Yeah. But um, if you want to make your own gingerbread, you and can I bought do that. The, or I bought you can just buy it. I've done it. It's actually pretty fun. And it's, yeah, it's good. But Jen, when you walk in there and you know what I'm talking about, you walk off that monorail and you walk into that mm -hmm. lobby and the first thing you do is go, I mean, it is just, it's, it's one delightful. of the best smells ever. The whole lobby. And I'm sure they pipe okay. that in. Of course they do. But the whole Doesn't lobby matter. smells like gingerbread and nutmeg and it just smells like oh, Christmas. And you're like, oh, like I'm having a Christmas it. right now. So, Although I will tell you. Even though Brady loves trains, he would he might come with me to that one yeah. because we love the tree in the middle. Mm. They just have all of the decorations. The Grand really does a fabulous yeah. job. They do really, really they do a fabulous work. job. So very cool. Well, we're going to be talking a lot more about Christmas as the as the weeks go by. Of course, we've got a lot of stuff to do before Christmas, and we'll be talking about some yeah. other fun stuff as well. Our Christmas gift episode is coming up. I think the Imagineers are going to join us on that episode um, as we give Fantastic. our own personal Christmas lists of the things that we can't afford, but we want everybody to buy us. Oh, that's a fun episode. It's a good episode <laughs> just to tell you people what's out there and what you can spend $17,000 on. And so uh, I'm going to have to <laughs> look at Disney Springs and be like, oh, look at this art piece of, you know, this. $34,000 of crystal and jewel and whatever that's gaudy, but I want it for my house. <laughs> I want Jen, it anyway. Where can we find you on the line? On the line, find me at Upon a Star Jen or my personal Instagram at Jen underscore Navatni. Wonderful. Find me at the magic on a dollar. And if you're listening to this, listening to this the day it's this show comes out or a couple of days after, I am at the parks or I'm at the park area. I am. <laughs> okay, Jen, cover your ears because I want you to like me. I'm staying at a Disney Resort, Disney Springs Resort Hotel. It's not quite on property, but I'm in the area. I'm in the area. Hmm, right interesting. There. I didn't pick the hotel. The hotel I'm was confused. picked for me. I, I understand. I know. I know. But it's a nice hotel. It's Lake Buena Vista, Wyndham Lake Buena Vista. It's a great hotel. I've been there before. Okay. Um, so there's nothing wrong with it or whatever. But, uh, you know, I like being on property, but I am within walking distance of Disney Springs. So I'm excited about that. No, and nice. So I'll be there. But find me at The Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. Find me at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar on Facebook as well. Mm -hmm. And, of course, find our show at TheMSEPodcast at gmail.com. That is our email address. Let us know what you're looking forward to for Christmas. Uh, TheMSEPodcast.com is our website. So all the show notes there and of course we're on Twitter or mm -hmm. Facebook we're on all the type places we post when we can when we have time when we're not posting for our own stuff right um, I guess Jen December is when you're planning on going back to the parks is that your next park visit um yes December is my next park visit oh, correct I mean you have been like for two months in between trips that's just I know it's been long. thoughts and prayers Jen thoughts and prayers, <laughs> thoughts and prayers. <laughs> speaking of thoughts and prayers I have one hour to finish packing to start packing uh, oh, to dear. get ready for my uh, my trip, Tucks and so because Meredith is picking me up in an hour, so until then, Jen, thank you very much. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful week, and hey, don't forget to pack your luggage, Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the MSE Podcast, or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.